Yeah, I think they could have at least given us like a bigger room. It's kind of bullshit. We're just kind of stuck in here. What the hell are we supposed to be doing? I don't know. Sports sucks, but podcast. We're doing our part. Yeah, show goes on. Show goes on. All right, well, um, we got, might want to start it. Uh, welcome to Whose Pick Is It Anyway? Uh, we're in quarantine. I'm with Al Marolt. How are y'all? Doing great. I'm 20 feet away. Keeping my distance. Yeah, we're really keeping our distance away. Uh, this microphone has a six-foot bubble on it. It's still picking up great sound, I think. But Phenomenal sound. Yeah, just a tough time um, to be a podcaster. It's just We just self-refer to ourselves as podcasters. Yeah, we do a podcast. That, by definition, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. Um, like I said, you listen to Who's Pick Is Anyway. This is episode six. Again, each, each episode, you just got to be grateful that they haven't canceled this yet. Haven't said, you know what, ratings, just, you have zero ratings, so. Yeah, no ratings. No ratings, no ad reads yet. No, no, no. <laughs> just, just pointing out all the it's good. It's a ragtag group. All the good things. I mean, we don't want ad reads because we just don't want people to know that we're out here. Yeah, still we're flying under the radar. Yeah, I mean, still, like, they want self-quarantine individuals, but we're sticking together here. It's a quarantine podcast. Yes, it is. It is. Which actually kind of leads into our topic today. Yeah, so uh, we got a good one on tap. And we are going to draft our Doomsday lineup, our Doomsday crew. What are we calling it? Our Doomsday Squad. Cavalry? Cavalry. Cavalry. <laughs> the Doomsday Cavalry, right? So, obviously, coronavirus going around, you know, it, it, like, serious not everybody stay healthy. Wishes to those that are sick, but um, we're going to have a little fun with it still. And we're reaching Doomsday, and we're going to pick from college football coaches that are going to basically get you through survival mode during this doomsday zombie apocalypse whatever you want to call it yeah so basically like who do you want on your side if you need to make it to the other end of this thing yeah so let's let's give it like this let's let's say we need to make it to the other end al you get one spot one location Mm. physical location that you are just gonna like you guys that's your compound that's where you guys are holding it down anything comes to attack you it's your base okay where are you going idaho Idaho, just like right in the open. No one goes there. <laughs> it's not on a coast. Okay, okay, okay. It's like centrally located. I can get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty centrally located. Yep. Not on a coast, and no one wants to go there. Okay, I like that. That's a good pick. Um, that was quick, by the way. Like we, that like, was quick. You really had <laughs> Idaho on your mind. Are we doing this? Ba- are, are we picking? Uh, it's kind of weird parameters, but is this based on today? Or is this like preparing for doomsday? We have a two-day head start. Oh, I like that. I think because that that goes into my pick a little bit. Yeah, I think you get it. I think I think a two-day head. A start. A two-day head start. Okay, I'm clearly going like to before Costco. shit really hits the fan. Right? Yeah, I'm clearly going to Costco. Okay. Um, the biggest one, wherever the biggest Costco is. Oh, you're talking like an. <laughs> I went state. You're just I went like the whole state of Idaho, and you're just like I'm going to Costco. Yeah, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to a Costco in. I don't want to be too close to you because, I mean, that's, it's just, um. I thought we were talking state. Well, you can talk state. I mean, like I said, that's what you're just wide out in the open. I'm basing all of Idaho. That's You're basing all of Idaho. So you guys are spread out. Travel well. I'm just going to go to a Costco, the biggest one I can find. I don't know where it's at yet, but like I said, we got two days to figure that out and Google usually takes about two seconds, so. Dude, it's like picked over though. Like I went to the grocery store. No, people were saying. pulling toilet paper out of boxes. It was yeah. a zoo. Yeah, that's why I asked if I get a two-day head start. Because mm. like if I said Costco right now, horrible pick. Yeah, good point. Okay. Be better off going to your pantry. But yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so Costco. I feel like my base going. is a little bigger. 
It's a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Like bigger. I said, a, little, a lot of ground to cover, though. Mm. All right, so for any new listeners or anybody that needs a reminder how we do it on whose pick is it anyway is we set the prompt. The prompt for today is Doomsday, and then we pick from a specific group. That specific group is college football coaches, and we do a snake draft, which is hilarious. Al made a good point. We do a snake draft every time, and it's two people, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But like we could just go back and forth, yeah. but you've got to respect the snake draft. <laughs> respect the snake draft. So we are going to start with are absolutely not picking who which college football coach is not on your cavalry because he is a liability we gotta flip for pick to this we do need to flip for pick uh you got a coin yeah that works yep all right oh you can call it okay heads tails bud tails it is all right al's got first pick so al who are you just who is the like we said we've done it every time who's the biggest liability in this process yeah Ooh. Liability. I, here's the deal. I'm taking who, Brian Kelly will absolutely not be on my side in a doomsday situation. This is the head football coach of Notre Dame. It, here's the deal with Brian. He's a fraud. It's all fluff with him. He's in an independent conference. Yep. Notre Dame. Yes, they occasionally will mix in a tough schedule and that's yeah, cute yeah. and all that. Maybe they have an undefeated year and that's great too with no conference championship. Yeah. And then they go on. And they just get bitch slapped by Bama, by Clemson, yeah. by Oklahoma, and it, honestly, or Ohio State doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. They get killed every time. I can't have that on my team. No frauds. No. I mean, it's just totally. No, I agree with you. Fake. Like it's it's when the regular season. I mean, they'll do well, right? They'll beat a Michigan. They who they they played well against Georgia. I think this past year, Dude, right? Yeah, like they like they, they played good games. They'll hold their own. But when like when you said it's doomsday, right? It's when, on the line. When it everything, when all right the chips now. are in, what does Notre Dame do? They fold. Fold. And, and Brian Kelly just kind of that weaselly press conference. Yeah, we just didn't really get it done on this side. Dude, he's no, a rat. Like, he's yes, really he's weaselly. A rat. He's really weaselly. Okay. Also, how bad is this going to like bite me in the ass if Clemson loses to them this year? They're on the schedule. Yeah, I know. Like Clemson <laughs> has to win that game. No, I'm going to look really. I'm a Clemson fan, so that's going to look really. Brian bad. Kelly comes out with like eye black. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you heard the podcast. Yeah, I heard this damn kid. <laughs> All right, so you are not taking Brian Kelly. No, he's done. I'm not going to take. And this pick is shout out to Chase Wood. Um, I'm not taking Scott Frost. Scott Frost, Nebraska head coach, he has done nothing for like how much hype he gets about, yeah, this is a good program. Scott Frost going to turn this thing around. We're ranked 17th to start the year and you go like four and eight. Are you not even going to acknowledge his national championship? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. His super real and totally not made up national championship he had at UCF? I'm not going to acknowledge anything because it's the same story every time. It blows my mind how Nebraska is ranked. To start the season. And Scott Frost comes out and they're like, Scott Frost is going to lead this thing. We've got 8,000 Martinez brothers playing quarterback. I mean, they're like, <laughs> dude, they run one through. after another. It's insane. And and Scott Frost just does nothing. I mean, he literally does nothing. Yeah. he Nebraska has the thing going for him where it was like, they were really good in 1985. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. it just like continues to roll through. Yes. It, it, like the, the Miami and Nebraska national championship game has given them so much residual ranking points right for like year after year because miami is not a good program they haven't had a good quarterback in how they're long. like the miami of the midwest yes yeah that, yes <laughs> yeah that's and pretty good they have not but right they like they'll be like six and two because they haven't played a great schedule yet and they're ranked 18th <laughs> yeah and they're like this is insane yeah. right and then they'll go play uh, florida state or whoever and just get waxed and it's like florida state's horrible <laughs> that's exactly so, what happens yeah 
Scott Frost is not coming. He needs to prove something. Before. He looks like he'd be great for this. He looks the part. Looks the part, but he, he faked his way through the part at UCF. Yes, he won some not, FCS games. He hasn't proven a thing to me. Claimed a national champion. I can't get over that. All right, so Al is not taking Brian Kelly, and I am not taking Scott Frost. We're going to get into the real draft, the nitty-gritty, our, our go-to guys. Um, they're leading the cavalry. Well, right, they're all going to try to lead it, probably. Yeah, we're, we're hitching our wagons to these guys. Yes. Get us get us to the end of this. All right, Al. Get us through the apocalypse. So, you have the number one overall pick, and we're going to keep saying it until we find one. Bill Clinton is still the most unanimous number one pick for any prompt. Um, do you have a guy that you think has Bill Clinton beat? Uh, it, it, it definitely does not have Bill okay. Clinton beat. Right. Not, not as Fair, no, we're honest. But when, when you start talking doomsday, tinfoil hat, you know, preppers, mm-hmm. um, Mike Leach. Washington it, State. Formerly at Washington State. Formerly. <laughs> Gosh. Because now he's at... Where did he just, Mississippi State. He went to Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. Go Dogs. Yeah. He's at Mississippi, Mississippi State now. But Mike Leach is like the king of tinfoil hat takes. Like, <laughs> like he taught a class at Washington State that was like he would make his students like draw up war scenarios and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you hear his press conferences and he just goes like totally off the rails. This dude's thought about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's no doubt he's thought Absolutely. about it. The thing about him too is I think he wakes up and you're like, all right, Mike, like we ready for this? And he goes, this is what we're going to do today? Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> like, very calm about it. Yeah, like, he just, like, he's, like, right, everybody kind of, like, hunkers down, gets, like, revved up. Mike Leach's like, all right, I guess this is what's happening today. Yeah. Here he, we go. Yeah, he goes out to his backyard and, like, down some steps you didn't even know were there. And he just, like, comes back up with, like, 20 freaking packages of toilet paper. You're like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. You were like, you knew this was coming, huh? And he's, he's like, I figured it would. <laughs> you sit, you're in Idaho, and he's like, he's like, anybody got a shovel? And we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I buried something like 30 years ago. Like here. in Idaho. Like, in yeah, Idaho. Like every state. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, he's he's just that guy. No, dude, he's, he's that a, guy. Yeah, he's a wild card. So, so Mike, Mike Leach is number one overall for yep. this pick. I like that. He, you know, he's a good motivator too. He, he's, he'll keep it loose. Yeah, I like that. He's always got the good press conference. All right, so to my number one overall pick, I'm going reigning national champion at Ogeron. Mm. Um... I was really between him or Mike Leach, depending on who you were going to take. And I think I just have to go Ed here because he just seems like a man of war. A man of warfare. Um, he's a big guy. Got some good size. Like To me, I feel like he's the guy that does Oklahoma drill with his team. Yeah. Middle of practice. That voice. Like, that voice comes over the intercom at Costco. And anybody trying to <laughs> enter is like, ah, let's try the next one. <laughs> Also, Put like, that toilet paper down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he also, like, just probably has... Think about it. I Like I said, I'm going to Costco, and I'm picking this also off of the fact that I'm in a Costco. A lot of food. Eddie can cook something up. Like, yeah. He's making a good Dude, gumbo. no, but it's, like, just gumbo. He's you're going to get, like, a bunch of variations of gumbo. You're going to be gumbo. so sick of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like some peanut butter gumbo. No, dude, he had that line, though. He's like, He's, like... I got 20 in when he's like recruiting. Oh, yeah. He's like, I got 10 in home visits. I expect 10 gumbos. He <laughs> <laughs> knows what he wants. He knows what he wants. All right. So, no, Ed's an animal. He's, just, he's guy, an animal. Like, he, also, like, he's kind of got the survivor thing going for him a little bit. Like, he's been through some shit at yeah, Miss, at yeah. USC. Like, he's been through it. He's, he's hung around and he made, and then now all of a sudden, national champion. Yeah. 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 
I uh, question if he can do it without Joe Burrow and Joe Brady. It's true. Mm. It's true. That's a lot of the, a lot of this with the head coaches, though. You know, you, you don't look at the uh, the assistants, the coordinators, so much. No, um, it's just one man. They don't get a lot of credit, but they should. That's not what we're picking. We're head coaches. We stick to the prompts on whose pick is it anyway, and that would lead me to my second pick, right? Snake draft. Snake draft. I'm going Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. And there's really one reason, and you know what? I should actually look up. Like, how old is Mike Gundy right now? Because at the time of that interview, he said I'm 40. Yeah, he's probably like, I mean, it's probably 10 years ago. He's probably, probably 50. 10 years. He's probably like 50. But if you are in a press conference and you say, and and he also doesn't point to himself. He, he doesn't use pointer fingers. He goes whole, like all four, <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Thumbs are tucked. Four fingers just right into the chest, which is a power move to me. That is a power move. Because that says bring all of it. Yeah, yeah. Not bring just all one finger. He's taking all four, jamming them yep. in his chest. He yep. says, I'm right here. Right? And he just says, come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. He's got a mullet. The, and, and to be clear, the best mullet. The best mullet. And to me, he's my frontline defense guy. Like, I know for sure Mike Gunny is the guy in pickup basketball that he just makes like a nice layup pressure game. Other teams coming down the court, and he's at the top of the key, like slaps the floor. Oh, he's like, slapping the hard one, yeah. Baby, <laughs> that's Mike Gundy. Except we're at Costco, and he's standing right in front of those automatic doors, just like, yeah, come on. Yeah, he like, no, uh, he's like they yeah. open for you. Yeah, he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you don't even have to open them. He's just bring it on, right there. Bring it on. So whoever old he is, really doesn't matter. It's still just come after me. I'm a man, and I'm taking Mike Gundy. I like that pick. Mike Gundy's a weapon. Um. Okay, so my second round pick, um, I think that this is an obvious choice, and I'm surprised it's gone three picks, but Nick Saban here. And, like, I, like I'm not a big Nick Saban guy by any means. Like, mm-hmm. as a Clemson fan, I don't really like him that much. But you can't doubt his preparation. Um, he's a proven winner. Yes. Clearly. And like, yeah. Clearly. Like, you talk about a guy that's just going to get it done. I saw a tweet, like, about this whole, like, coronavirus thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they should just put Nick Saban on it. Just, like... Well, as far as preparation goes, like you think he's not going to have us ready for this thing? Isn't, <laughs> isn't like Alabama right now one of the states that doesn't have a case? And everybody's like, Nick Saban's clearly running that Nick show. Saban's, yeah, Nick yeah. Saban's on it. No, dude, he... That guy, though, man, he, like... What do you what do you think he's like? Like, what do you think having a beer with Nick Saban would be like? Like, that's a... That, so that's a bad thing on my team is, like, the camaraderie part, Nick Saban, like, you you know who's running the show. I, like, I, he's going to take over, right? I don't know. I yes, I, Nick Saban takes over, but I also think that every other coach in college football right now is like, yeah, we'll give this one to Nick. That's what like, I mean. They're, they're not going to be like, you know what? I'll, I'll take this. The one person I could see doing that is Brian Kelly, and that's why you're not taking him. <laughs> like, I could see Brian Kelly be like, no, I've proven this. Brian Kelly's like, no, I think our guys. I really have faith in our guys. Yeah. I think they can go get it done. Like I'm the coach at Notre Dame, and I I, I got yeah. this. And no, he's. And Nick Saban just like like slaps someone and just like get out of here, Brian. Yeah, I think having a beer with Nick Saban is probably. I think he actually doesn't say anything. Like if you want you you ask him a question where he's kind of like leaking a little information, he doesn't mention a thing. He just like scoffs at the question. Scoffs at the like question. Goes back like, to drinking his next beer. one. Yeah, next one. <laughs> yeah, bring on the next. Like you question. know better than to ask me that. Um, right. So uh, that's a good pick. I mean, yeah, Nick Saban. He did fall, but. I had to take Gundy before. No, I like. I just. I like. I like the mullet on Gundy. Gundy's. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Um. But yeah. So saving up the preparation. Now my turnaround pick. His his rival, I would say at this point in time, Dabo Sweeney. Total opposite reason for this pick. Dabo's gonna be my my glue guy. 
He's going to be the culture guy. We're down the trenches. We're, we're having a tough time. The devil's going to pick us up. We need to go, you know, we need a little prayer. Who are we going to? Yeah. We're going to Dabble. Yeah, he'll hype it up. And, he, you know he, what? Also a proven winner. Yeah, he's got a little fire on the belly, too. Uh, that's a good pick. Proven winner. Preparation. And, yeah, him and Nick Saban are, like, don't they, like, have lake homes or something? They, have, like, they like live on, like, the same lake in the winter yeah, or something yeah. like that? I don't know. So, so maybe, maybe they've had a beer together and they've really had... Yeah, no, they might, they might get along really well. Yeah. Um, but I but I still do think that, like, Nick Saban's, like, taking over. And I think Dabble's, like, falling back into, like, the glue guy role. And he's like, come on, guys. No, he 100% you 100% know? is. And, and right, and he's, but he's the best at it. And rightfully so. He should be taking over. Yeah. He should take over yeah. the whole thing. All right, so we are through. No, I got my third round pick. This is your third round pick. My third round pick. And I am going to take my leader by water. <laughs> 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 I think I need to. I think my Costco needs to be somewhere near water. Sure. Um, yeah. Now I can decide that Costco of the lakes, perhaps. Costco of the lakes, because I'm taking PJ Fleck, mm. and basically, if there is any water near this Costco, it, I mean, pff, game over. Roll yeah. the boats, PJ Fleck. Also, great speed running out of the tunnel. Fast, fast, <laughs> like fast. I mean, if like you think about how big Costco is, I keep referring to Costco. But how big it is, like, somebody needs supplies, PJ is r- sprinting, dead sprint yeah. to that thing. And if you need it through water, well, PJ's got it too. Yeah. Um, he also, another thing, motivator, right? He, he'll get the boys going. Um, a little bit like a Dabo Sweeney to me, but I, I think there's a little more energy and athleticism there <laughs> that I, I like. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but uh, not that not, he had one good year. So I, I, I just need him to carry over that um, – that success and energy into this doomsday because before the season starts. Yeah, going on like a little bit of a tangent on PJ, I like kind of thought I was I was more so before this season was kind of in the boat of not even I didn't think he was a fraud, but it was like if you don't win, you look like such a loser. Yeah. If you're doing his whole shtick. Yeah. And you lose. Yes. Like yes. it does not work, but I it, agree. it's kind of proving to like work a little bit. Yeah, it, it can rub people the wrong way for sure. Um, the the naturalists of college football, but I think you he's like internally. That? I think he's like really well liked because he. Keeps oh, I, I know. I think so too. Like, yeah, I think so too. You got to hunker down with. Yeah, I and again, just row the boats. Yeah, continue rowing the boats. So that wraps up round three. Uh, I took PJ Fleck and into my round four pick. I'm gonna stay on the young coaches that um, are proving themselves to be winners, but just not quite there yet. They're not going to beat the Nick Sabans of the world and the Ogerons and, you know. But the Dabos. The Dabos, yeah. But I'm going Lincoln-Riley, and the reason I'm going Lincoln-Riley is because the worst defense you'll find. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not why. I'm taking him because he's got the best offense. And mm. it's like – we're talking about staying on offense on this doomsday. We don't want to. We don't want to sit back because we see that people sitting back right now. It's just it's it's spreading. You can't and sit back. We got. You can't sit back. Attack. It's all gas, no brakes with Lincoln Riley. He's young. He's agile. And the thing about him is like, he may never lead a team to a national championship, but he was great at leading one player to like a Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> one of you is gonna live through this apocalypse. So, so like, <laughs> like just one. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of survival of the fittest. <laughs> And from my team, and it's like Lincoln Riley. Sometimes you gotta eliminate the weakest link, but he's mm. he's at least gonna take one guy under his wing and be like, "Hey, I will get you where you need to go." Dude. Couple number one overall picks, couple Heisman's, 
Heisman candidate this year. Uh, it's just like he, he's a guy that, like I said, it's all offense and it's all gas, no breaks. We're not sitting back. We're attacking this thing head on. And he's another guy that's standing there right by Mike Gundy at the door is being like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to meet you out there. <laughs> Mike Gundy's like, you come here. Lincoln Riley's like, I'll meet you out there. I'll meet you out there. <laughs> don't, come, there. don't come into my place and make a mess. Yeah. We're going to yeah. make a mess out there. I, um, I think the biggest thing that you have going for you with these past two picks of Fleck and Riley is youth. Oh, with yeah. With the yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. This is, that's a huge piece. Um, and I'm going to follow suit with my fifth round pick a little bit here. This is, okay. This is my last pick. No, you got your fourth. I have my fourth? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, actually. You still going youth? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stick with youth. I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin. Oh, all right. Hey, talk about a guy like the... Dude. Not getting a lot of not getting a lot of attention at the coordinator position. Not a lot of talk. He was a coordinator, back to head coach. Yep, yep. He's at Ole Miss. Um, the biggest thing with Lane is his ability to pick up and move. <laughs> And here's the thing. So <laughs> Idaho's a big place. Idaho, no, but here's the deal. If we're ever forced out of Idaho, what if what if there's an outbreak in Idaho and we need to move? Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah now yeah. who's in charge? Yeah. Well, it pretty quickly becomes Lane because he's like, look, guys, I've been here before. He's been East Coast, West Coast. Like he's yeah. at USC. He's at Tennessee. He's and, at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, and, and this kind of goes to my picks about Lion King sticking <laughs> like the Alabamas of this draft, and it's like. Lane Kiffin is that guy that'd be like, guys, no, actually, we need to listen to Nick Saban because he knows what he's doing. I've been there before. Yeah. And it gets you national championships. Oh, that's, so a, just, yeah, that's just, a good point. Just sit back, right? Listen to what he tells you to do and then improvise a little. And I think that also, like, Lane Kiffin, if we're squaring up one-on-one, it's Lane Kiffin versus Lincoln Riley. Like, you want to talk about all gas, no breaks? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. Plus, dude, if we're trying to, like, like Lane Kiffin, I just feel like he's, like, a cool guy as dumb as that sounds to say like Lane Kiffin's like awesome I th- yeah I think speaking I think of like so not wanting to have a beer with Saban I would love to have a beer with Lane oh, Kiffin I, I mean you think that guy doesn't have some stories dude yes yes that like I said he he has the best stories probably because he just sat back and watched at Alabama right he yeah. probably never said very much like learning he was just learning the whole time but when it came his time to do the job he goes eh, I got a little something else too yeah <laughs> He's like, like chuck I'm going to sprinkle this. He'll chuckle it, chuckle it in there. He'll chuck it in there and just be like, you know what? I, I'm just going to go with it because it's going to work. I know it's going to work. And Nick can't be pissed about it. Dude, yeah. So Lane Kiffin, he's my youth pick. Okay. And now this is we're now my fifth round pick. Now we're in a fifth Now that round I know pick. what round we're actually yep. in here. <laughs> Snake draft. Um, totally opposite of youth. But I'm going someone who is battle-tested, battle-worn. And I hope you guys look up a picture of this dude. Kirk Ferentz from Iowa. Wow. Dude, look at Kirk that. This Ferentz. guy has, like, he wears, like, on the sidelines, he's got, like, the crew neck that he's, like, worn for the past five seasons. Like, he's at Iowa. Like, you could easily get a yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah. He doesn't want one. No. He wants the battle-tested yeah. one. His face is, like, kind of, like, leathered out a little bit. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. He, he, um... He looks like a general. Yeah, he like just looks general. like a general, dude. And yeah. the other thing is, like, kind of a proven winner. He's, like, done about as much as you can at Iowa. He, like, has them in the top 20 every single year. Yeah. And it's freaking Iowa, man. Yeah, he finishes well with Yeah. Them. Yeah. Makes, makes, makes a little, like, makes something out of nothing, more right. or less. Right, right. I mean, I think he's the opposite of Scott Frost. 
Well, he gets, <laughs> That's actually a good point. He gets no attention to start, and he goes, we'll just climb our way up, right? We're probably not going to win the national championship. I mean, we're not there yet. Right. But Scott Frost, right, he starts high and just clearly downhill the whole year, whereas Kurt Ferenz is like, start low. He's just going to go Stock rises. Too. Stock rises. As He's like, go. if there's like... If there's the equivalent of surviving the apocalypse that is running between the tackles, I want Kurt Ferentz <laughs> on my side. Yes, yes, yes. Kurt, he, he was for sure that guy where, like, I think you say it all the time, too, where it's like, need three yards, he'll get you four. Need five yards, he'll get you four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely like, just gonna Kurt. Just steady Eddie. Yeah, it's like, 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 Lane Kiffin's like, let's really open this thing up a little bit and throw it downfield, and Kurt's like, puts his foot down. He's like, no, <laughs> not no, yet. <laughs> not yet. General Kurt. All right. That's my squad. Okay, so I will wrap up with my fifth pick. Mr. And then we will uh, recap. I'm going to take a, a wild card type stab at this one. Um, and this is a shout out to a 06 MTV TV series that lasted all of two I seasons. I know who this is. Yep, there we go. I'm going Jeremy Pruitt from Two Days. Dude, right? yes. Okay. Sure. So Jeremy Pruitt is the head coach of Tennessee. And what I was referring to is he was the assistant, was he defensive he coordinator? He was the D coordinator for, for Hoover. For Hoover, Alabama high school team when they were on MTV uh, with the show Two-A-Days. And this is a guy that is just like, he is constantly screaming. I mean, I would hate to ref a game with this guy as a head coach because he is like in your ear. Oh, right? yeah. He probably simply just wants to call a timeout to like ice the kicker. And it's probably just like, time out, time out. I mean, just scream. Calls a timeout and then, like, choose the ref for the yes. entire 30 seconds. Yes. So, <laughs> like, yeah, so dude. unnecessary. But another thing about Jeremy Pruitt is he's, like, constantly been defending his players who are just, like, religiously getting DUIs lately. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, like, yes. There's so many, so many Tennessee players who are just getting in trouble. And Jeremy's like, I'll talk to him. We'll <laughs> look into it. It's <laughs> insane, man. That's so true. Because, like, yeah, they've had a bunch of them. And he's just like... He's like, we're handling it internally. It's like, you're not doing shit. No, I, I think Jerry Pruitt, like, he's going to get to a point if he's there for, like, in three years where he's going to be not even sick of it, but, like, so, so like, experienced in dealing with this stuff where he's just going to be like, he's like, so what are we going to do about so-and-so's um, uh, arrest? I'm like, eh, guilty until, or uh, was it? Innocent until proven guilty. In, in, yeah, <laughs> innocent until proven guilty. He's going to say that line a thousand times before he retires, I bet. He He's so. also kind of doing the thing where, like, is Tennessee actually back? He, yeah, he, yeah, he is. Like yeah, they kind of suck. Like yeah. they kind of suck. But then they like they string three three wins in a row, and they're like, oh, Tennessee, oh, oh, here they oh. come. And then Jeremy just blows a gasket because a player got arrested. Yeah, like, and then ah. like like it just something always goes wrong. Yep. Yeah. Jeremy so Pruitt. He he's probably the king of taking like a what would would be a five game suspension down to like two. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like, you know what? We're we're probably gonna lose these they're two like games five now. Games but it's and yeah, then he's like, shit, we have AM next week. Like, yeah. You're, all right, you're back. You're back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> you're back. So, all right, I'm going Jeremy Pruitt. So, that wraps up uh, round five. Do you want to recap your team first, Al? Um, yeah, I do. But first, I think I think we'd be remiss to not throw in some honorable mentions for each of our teams here. Yes. Um, Army and Navy. Good point. The fact that we didn't take either Army or Navy. Really good point. Um, we probably should have, yeah, it's a great point. We probably should have talked about that at the beginning. Uh, we pretty much put them off limits basically. Cause it's yeah. like, that's like too obvious of a pick. So we're doing an honorable mention. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do like each one of us gets to pick one as an allied nation? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, an ally nation. All right. All right. And you can go first here because you had I had first pick, so we'll give this one to you. All right. Well, because there, there's like a clearly better one, by the way. <laughs> there is a clearly better one, especially with the last 20, 20 years. And um, with PJ Fleck being on my team, I am going to go Navy. Mm. Um, just because it it helps to have that uh, you know water. It's just well, that's a good we're, we are going to own anything off land here. Yeah, and I'm, so I'm going Navy, and they they've won like 16 of the last 20 games or something like that. So yeah, that leaves me with Army, which is like still a pretty solid ally well, in comparison. Like like we said, I mean we you said it. We they were off limits because they are clearly. Yeah, like this they, is, they would go is, one and two, and it's like not necessary. They're, they're <laughs> like, like they do like, this for a living. Yeah, this yes. So okay, yeah, they're just allied nations in this. All right, so I'll re- I'll go ahead and recap my team. First and foremost, nowhere near Idaho, my home base, <laughs> will be Brian Kelly. Would you invite him to be like, hey no. Brian, come and then just kill him off? Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah, just like a bring him idiot. In. Yeah, yeah, bring him in like giving giving him refuge in Idaho, and yeah. then just like uh, yeah, that would be actually kind of gangster. Thought you could hang um, with the big boys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, that makes sense. I belong here because Nick Saban is here and Dabo's here, and then he just gets slaughtered. <laughs> all right, I got dark. We're gonna go. All right, so my team, we got Mike Leach, big king of the tinfoil hat gang. <laughs> he's prepared for the doomsday situation. He's ran through this a million times in his head. Uh, Nick Saban, talking master preparation. Dabo Sweeney is gonna bring the culture for for our unit. Uh, Lane Kiffin, his versatility and ability to move <laughs> and adapt. Um, and then Kirk Ferentz, General Kirk, battle tested, worn. Um, and we're gonna get through, this. Is, this is who we're getting the, through the apocalypse with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, who's older, Kirk Ferentz or Nick Saban? Dude, it's like it's probably one of those things where like it's absolutely Nick Saban and Kirk Ferentz looks like twenty years older. Yeah, I know. I was just gonna but, say like, like Kirk Ferentz could be like kind of like. If you told me he was anything younger than 70, I would be stunned. Kirk Ferenz? He's, like, absolutely younger than well, 70, but, like, Nick Saban's, 60. like, 60... He's, like, yeah, I think five like, or something? I don't know. I mean, he's older, for sure. Like, it's one of those things... We should probably look it up. so off on 65. I have no idea, but I'm saying... Like, I, be, I, I gotta look that up. It's I probably cannot. one of those things where you, like, look up Kirk Ferenz, and then you find out he's, like, 52, and you're, like, oof. Tough. Yeah. Right, well, we'll figure it out. All right. All right, so that is your team. Moving to my team, absolutely not taking, won't be stepping foot in my Costco home base is Scott Frost. Hasn't proven anything to any college, I mean, he shouldn't have, to any college football fan, Scott Frost should be like at the bottom of your list on this because he just, I cannot believe, I cannot get over. It, it, it makes me mad seeing Nebraska in like week preseason rankings in week one and two still there at 0-2. They're like 0-2 sitting at 25. Like, there's still a lot of hope. There's still yeah, Scott Frost is good. It's like, shut up. So Scott Frost, you're not coming. Him being a national champion, that doesn't sway your decision? No. Okay. All right. Just checking in. That's also the most delusional thing. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um. All right. So my number one overall pick was Ed Ogeron. Just, you know, reigning national champion, proven winner. He's got that voice and, again, could be our, our cavalry chef if needed. Um... Number two, I went Mike Gundy. He'll take all the he'll take all the bullets. Yeah, like he he just he wants it. He wants the warfare, and he's the front line defense. And he's got the mullet. He's got a the man. look. He's four he's a man. Yep, or fifty. Or 50 I don't know how now. it is now. And then I'm gonna go with PJ Fleck. 
to help with my Navy um, allied nation. Lead by water, great speed, and young, good motivator. And to counter my Mike Gundy frontline defense, I took Lincoln Riley. All gas, no brakes. He's going to stay on offense for us. Again, another guy that's young and agile. Um, so, you know, Gundy's got the defense. Lincoln Riley's got the offense. And to wrap up, we're going Jeremy Pruitt. Kind of a wild card pick. I just think he's got the intensity. Um, have you ever seen Ace Ventura? Yeah. Uh, when Nature Calls. Yeah. You know the scene when they're like at the other tribes. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they like release that <laughs> nutcase. That's Jeremy that's Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> He's just like popping all. Like, ah! Yeah, yeah. That's Jeremy Pruitt. Loose cannon, and he'll uh, you know he'll defend anybody even if they're <laughs> clearly were high as a kite. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. I mean, that's that's a fair point. So that is uh, that's who I'm going with, and. I mean, again, yeah, it's just it's it's tough to be quarantined right now, but this is what we got to talk about. Yeah, no, we got to bring hard hitting, uh, hard hitting stuff to the listeners. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're basically the only sports outlet out there right now. It's pretty much just us. Yeah. No one else is doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, again, we're talking about stuff that literally could happen. Like, right? Some pod. I mean, some podcasts are talking about well, the NBA comeback. It's like, yeah. Probably not, but Doomsday. If you want to prepare, if you ever find yourself in a situation and you want to talk preparation, you should probably listen to this yeah. podcast. Doomsday is closer than the NBA coming back, I think. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Dude, the NBA can just kick rocks, man. <laughs> uh, Badly. Uh, look, here's That's the one we haven't done yet, so we're going to have to look at it. We should probably bring in some basketball. Yeah. Well, um, I want to mention this. Yes. I'm still winless. You are. I, I need to. Pl- I'm plugging this at the end intentionally. I'm trying to like leave a little nugget with the listeners here. <laughs> that's that's cowardly. That's but strategic. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at these teams, and if it doesn't happen this week, I know it's messed up. I know it's rigged. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and the other thing, I just want to. I'm going to leave the listeners with this. You got your quick plug. Um, Jesper won last week's draft. Kind of ran away with it at the end. And episode four, I beat out Nick. Is that who drafted? Yeah. Yeah, just Nick and I. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Jesper took home episode five, and I took home episode four. And this is episode six. And, again, Al thinks he thinks he uh, has one. I might have one here. might have something here. <laughs> might have something to work with here. Uh, speaking of Nick, we just talked to him and our traffic analyst, he said that it's been pretty quiet on the roads, obviously, because everybody's quarantined. Um, so he d- he just doesn't have any traffic talk for us this week. All right, that's fine. Which is fine um, because we have bigger and more important things to talk about, like Doomsday. Yeah. Which is coming. Well, no, I mean, yeah, no one, no one cares about the traffic report because we're, we're quarantined. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we will have traffic talk with Nick Peterson. Uh Soon. We just we just need more traffic. Yeah. More Bad traffic. as that is to say. <laughs> just like need more need more cars on the road. Need, need more. Get out there. We talked about it. Get out there and vote. Get out there and drive too. Because Nick, yeah. need, Nick needs get some out there and, Yeah, get out there and drive. <laughs> like, subscribe. <laughs> um, if you see if you see a black uh, Jeep that has a, a, like a longer black hair um, male driving it with glasses, that is Nick. So if you're up for it. Dude, cause a little like, havoc and see what he comes he up needs with. He needs to drive like a shittier car. That plays like way more into the character. Way, if he has like yeah, you had the Buick. Beer. I told you the, the Buick was way better. All right, so Nick, if you're listening, hi. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll talk to we'll talk to you next episode. And uh, 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. Al, you see, you like your chances. I feel good about it. Look, most importantly, get out and vote. Yes, get out as always, vote. as always, it's uh, your civil duty. And this will be up on Instagram for you guys to vote. Uh, we'll include the pictures again this time so you can get a good visual of what these coaches look like, especially a guy like Kirk Ferenz. He'll, get a, <laughs> he'll have a good visual. And, uh, yeah, we will see you. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're quarantined, so we might just stay here. Literally got nothing better to do. Yeah, like like we said, we're 20 feet away. We are not going to get any closer than that, but we might just keep them rolling this week. Yeah, maybe we'll pop out a little surprise epi. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, see you later.